Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Good morning. This is Dig a Bit number two of month 12 on authority. Today I'd like to share with you a sad letter that I received from one of our diggers just this week. And this letter actually portrays for us one of the sad practical aspects of the rejection of authority that's occurring in religious circles in our world today. And this one involves what I read about and talked about during our last Dig a Bit about homosexuality. You remember I, I quoted Brian McLaren and how that he just said we need to have a five-year moratorium on what we think about homosexuality and wait for something that, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but wait for something that appeals to both the Holy Spirit and us. And in the meantime, while we're having this five-year waiting period to decide what we think about homosexuality, we'll be sure that we're disagreeing, disagreeing agreeably and that we're listening, that we're listening to the fields of theology, um, he said, psychology, ethics, genetics, related fields. We're going to listen to all these talking heads in our world today. And if we need another five-year moratorium after that, then we'll take another one. In the meantime, everything that we decide about homosexuality, any decisions that need to be made will be, we will admit that they are provisional, that they can change. So here's the result of that in one Christian family or in one family that at least uh, used to believe in the authority of the Holy Spirit and in the morality that God has demanded in His Holy Word. She says this, Growing up, I was always taught that marriage was between a man and a woman. My parents are still married after raising all their children to adulthood. And for as long as I can remember, they stood against those who would defame marriage with homosexuality. While I did not grow up in the church, my parents professed a belief in God, and homosexuality was never a gray area for us. We knew that it was wrong, even with our limited exposure to true Christianity. The same was true for pornography. Although I grew up with virtually no modesty standards, we knew that viewing pornography was bad. I don't remember ever even being tempted by either of these sins, homosexuality or pornography, because the teaching on these was so absolute that I knew I never wanted to get close to them. However, the devil works in crafty ways. He can penetrate even the most resolute hearts if we give him entrance and do not immerse ourselves in God's word. After I moved out of the house and started my own family, one of my younger siblings engaged in some behavior online that resulted in punitive action from the internet and email providers. My parents were stunned. Surely a child raised in their home could not have engaged in such horrific behavior under their watchful eyes. They had done all things right in that sense. The computers were in prominent locations in the house. Screen time was limited. 
We were told to be careful where we clicked and looked. The internet company had surely made a mistake. We were good kids. However, after investigating the browser history on the computer, it became obvious that there had indeed been inappropriate behavior occurring in their home. So began the tearing down of strongholds in our family. Slowly but surely, things that had once been deemed terrible sins by my family began to have another side to the story. One thing led to another and gradually our family values were torn apart. I still remember the day years ago when my sister called me out of the blue. I was shocked and yet not surprised when the confession was made that her ever-present same-sex roommate was actually way more than a roommate and was in fact a partner. Even though I suspected this for a long time and knew deep down that this was the case, hearing the actual words from my own flesh and blood destroyed something in my heart and in our family. I found out that my parents had encouraged this hidden life and secret keeping because they knew my stance on the matter and wanted to protect my sister from my, quote, judgment. In that moment, I knew we were at a crossroads and that life would never be the same. We talked for a long time and I let her know in no uncertain terms that she was living in sin. Yet, I reminded her that we were family and that I still cared for her soul. We ended our conversation on heartbroken terms and we rarely see each other now. I still pray for her often and I still try to find opportunities to teach her and to love her while hating her sin. It's been unbelievable to me to see how my parents have progressed through the years. What was first appalling and disgusting to them has now become acceptable and even glorified. When my sister and her partner decided to marry according to the law, there was great rejoicing and celebration among my family, although not for me or my husband. The rest of my family considers this marriage to be the same as mine to my husband, and they can't understand why I cannot accept it as such. They've begun justifying her choices and accepting this sin that was once incomprehensible. They view us as judgmental, unloving, and intolerant, and they constantly encourage us to accept her, quote, just as God made her. What they once reviled, they've now determined is, quote, the way she was created. I've witnessed firsthand the destructive nature of sin. I've seen the slow progression from covetousness to lust to sin and to spiritual death. My children have been exposed to things at an early age that I would have chosen to shield them from for much longer. I've not given up on my family accepting God's word and obeying the gospel, but this sin has torn asunder any shadow of a foundation of truth in their hearts. Sin is destructive. Sin is selfish. Sin is sin. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Isaiah 5.20 May we never be among those who blur the lines of truth. May we ever be steadfast and resolute in our battle for what is right.
Thanks for listening. If you find yourself in Huntsville, Alabama, we'd love for you to worship with us at West Huntsville Church of Christ at Providence, 1519 Old Monrovia Road, Northwest. Sunday morning worship begins at 9 a.m., followed by Bible classes for all ages. We meet again at 5 p.m. for evening worship and at 7 on Wednesday night. Dig a Bit is a production of Digging Deep in God's Word, a Bible study for women. For more information, visit thecolleyhouse.org.